Vagina dentata. For the rest of your day. <laughs> it means no worries. Greetings and salutations and welcome to Hacker Slash. If you're joining us again, welcome back. So happy you're here. If this is your first time in this neck of the woods, welcome to the party. We are a horror movie review podcast dedicated to telling you whether a movie is a hack. Total joke, waste of time. Or a slash. Totally killer, pun intended. My name is Chris and I'm your friendly neighborhood slasher enthusiast. This week I'm joined by the Superfly Space Guy Mac. Hola muchachos. The gore lover Alexis. Hey everyone. The cowardly creeper Ryan. Hiya. And the scream queen Paris. Hey, sweets. Now, before we get into the movie for this week, we do have a little bit of follow-up from episode 82. So on Twitter, we asked for some recommendations for 80 slashers that Chris wouldn't like. Because, you know, a few weeks ago, I was like, is there anything in the world that Chris doesn't like that's an 80 slasher? (laughs) So we have a little list here. So we have Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Which sounds like Chris is not going to like it. I don't know. Let's watch it. I like chainsaws and hookers. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to note this list is not things I'd like to add to our schedule. Um, So the next one is Killer Party, uh, The House on Sorority Row, Houseboat Horror, Curtains, Maniac, Hotel Hell, and Terror at Ten Killer, which was quoted as uh, should send you running for the hills. (laughs) Wow. And I've never heard of any of those movies, so they seem like we don't need to watch them. I have heard of House on Sorority Row, but I have not heard of any of the others, so I'm really excited to give them a shot. But that's neither here nor there, because we don't have a slasher this week. We have a little bit more of a chomper. (laughs) God bless. This week, we're wrapping up Women in Horror Month by breaking down a dark feminist comedy that directly confronts male entitlement and violence against women. This week, we're checking out Teeth. Who had seen this movie before? Me, 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 me. <laughs> Are you serious? Really? Yeah, no. Actually, my sister turned turned me on to this movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Poor choice of words. I know, right? Yeah, a few years ago, my sister was like, oh, yeah, you should check out this movie, Teeth. And I'm not going to spoil it for any of our listeners right now on what she said to me after that. But it was like three, four words after that. And it was funny because I talked to my mom every week. This is a short story. And every Sunday, and she's always like, what movie are you guys doing? And I was like, Mom, we're doing Teeth. She goes, I love that movie. What? (laughs) Yeah, she loves this. I'm sorry. (laughs) Whose mom loves that movie? I don't know. It's a good movie. I don't know. Probably. We'll get to my... uh, (laughs) Maybe. Maybe not. I guess we're going to wait and see. (laughs) We will. We will. I I think it's obvious. I haven't seen this movie. (laughs) Just like classic... uh, you know, other movies that came out around the time I should have been out of college. I also did not see the movie, but I saw the massive marketing campaign for this movie that was out. It's I think I remember just seeing the a clip from a scene in which the main character is laying in a bathtub. That was like all over the place. But I remember seeing it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to skip that one. That's the stuff of nightmares right there. Yeah. Interesting. I never saw any marketing on this. Weird. I'm a little bit older, so I was a bit more sentient then, perhaps. <laughs> okay. Uh, my college boyfriend actually introduced me to this movie. Whoa. Uh, he had a penchant for gross and weird things <laughs> and was like, babe, there's this movie called Teeth that we have to watch. And I was like, okay, sure. You're older than me. You know what you're talking about. And let's just leave it at that. Oh, okay. The older ones always lead you astray. They always do. I had never seen this movie. I did hear about it, but it did come out like my senior year of high school. So, Mac, I think I was plenty sentient, but I don't recall ever hearing anything about it around that time. (laughs) 
but it's it has the hallmarks of a movie um, that sounds right up my alley, right? Super feminist. Uh, I, I could dig the theory of it. This movie basically tells the tale of a young teen stricken with vagina dentata, which is a folktale in which a woman's vagina is said to contain teeth. So you can only imagine the directions that this is bound to go. Uh, I, I don't know that I've ever seen anything quite like it. And I don't know that I've ever felt the feelings that I felt while watching this movie, uh, lest it to be say, said that I was entertained comedically but also simultaneously underwhelmed. What about you guys? I did not remember seeing this movie the first time, just that it happened. I think my mind probably blocked it all out for psychological reasons. Um, Watching it again, I was also kind of underwhelmed. I remember her being more of a bad bitch than she really started out as. Um, And I was like, oh, maybe she ends as a bad bitch. Um, But we'll leave that for the second half. I can see where you guys are coming from in that, definitely. I mean... Seeing it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this movie. I don't remember all the facts of it. I just knew clearly it had a whole bunch of stuff. But I really don't remember how shitty the guys were in this movie. Oh, my God. Every single one except for the dad, possibly. But he had his issues. Yeah, I mean, this movie is definitely a case study. And it really just covers all the ways men are trash. Oh, yeah. And I love movies like that. I also feel like watching this in 2020 is a, probably a lot different than it was yes. before. Yes. Um, I, but I have n- never felt how I felt while I was watching this movie, to reiterate what Chris said. I mean, never. Uh, I was uncomfortable and disturbed the whole time. <laughs> every 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 part of it, the whole part. Were you from in- like the first scene? I was like, mm, why does this look like the Simpsons intro? Um <laughs> to like the next scenes where she was wearing t- items of clothing layered that shouldn't have been layered together. <laughs> that was in like 2000s. Yeah. yeah. And I was well, just like, why? I don't, I don't know. I was, again, like 17, 18 in 2007, 2008, and I definitely never saw anybody wear that. No. Oh, my God. I definitely wore a long sleeve under mm-hmm. my tank top before. Yeah, but she was wearing like a puffy sleeve. It was just yep. a, just the whole thing. <laughs> Every second of this movie was uncomfortable and disturbing. That's it. I would like to second that. As someone, so I'm uncomfortable and disturbing. Yeah. Okay, I would say that, but also very yep. comical and oh, yeah. entertaining. I mean, it was it was definitely hilarious. I mean, it's a very tongue in cheek movie, but seeing the kind of things that we see, you know, as a guy, it's just it's nightmare fuel. And uh, it's we'll we'll get to the gore score, you know, at a certain point where we can talk about how uh, how revealing the movie is with uh, some <laughs> of the damage that's done, but. Oof, there are some scenes that are hard to watch. See, it wasn't for me. Maybe because I'm not a guy. It, it, probably. I'm not a penis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's literally why. I will say my uh, girlfriend and I were watching this together. Mm. And a lot of the scenes in the movie that have to do, it's not much of a spoiler, but there are some scenes in which uh, there's the whole like purity ring thing going on, just like there was back in those days when you know kids were in high school. And it felt... I don't know. This was a thing in the early 2000s. Ryan, you're looking at me weird. but Back in what days? Back in what days? Late 90s, early 2000s? But not... This is this is late 2000s. This yeah, this was, was still a thing. Dare was a thing, not... No, this was... Rain. This was heavily... Rain. This was heavily... So I went to high school in two different high schools. One was in a military base overseas. One was in the South. And... <laughs> 
in the South. Um, the South. In the South. <laughs> Georgia, everyone. In, <laughs> down in Georgia, there's definitely a little bit of uh, a little bit that's going on. Back when I was in I'm finishing saying, up my school, I'm not saying there's none of it going on. Yeah, there was a lot. I this just have is, to say, this is clearly some Midwest shit. Oh, this, so this is some while Midwest watching shit. the movie, it's entirely what I thought over and over over again was that quote, you saying that quote into my head mm, over and over. Yeah. But so she's from Ohio, as are many people that we know. Me. Yeah. And so they had a lot of this going on when she was in school, too. And she was just like, dude, this is just like bringing back bad memories of this being a thing. But what grade were you in in 2007? What great a college, right? Yeah. So, what, so uh, what year? 15. What year were you yeah. a freshman in high school? Uh, I don't remember, like, like around like two thousand. So yeah, somewhere around there. I'm just yeah. saying this is like a decade, at sure. least a decade later but it was than still when this going is in its on. prime. So Dang. I was in college for a long time, unfortunately, and so a lot of those freshmen not uh, coming in, out. Yeah, but a lot of the freshmen coming into school that I saw, they were still going through this stuff. They were having meetings at the college for this very thing. If you go to a, a private college, maybe it was public, but it's, it was in it was in Georgia. But anyway, so it was it was a bit of a weird you know trip down memory lane to watch this because like I remember watching them doing this in school and just cringing really hard. And people um, really like they got into it, man. Wow, they got real. They signed those petitions. Don't give your body up till you're ready. They pledged. And uh, yeah, lots of purity rings, lots of pledge rings, lots of what, what do you call those things? Chastity belts. Chat. Well, that I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, I didn't see know. any of those. But uh, <laughs> I went to school in rural Pennsylvania, and this was definitely a thing at the time. I graduated in two thousand eight, but at one point, I remember we had a woman named Pam Stenzel. She gave <laughs> a like we all were all in the auditorium. And she gave us a long spiel about how abstinence was the only way to avoid HPV, which is cancer. Mm. It's how she presented Shout it. Out to Pam. She insisted nobody get Gardasil because it only protects wow. her against like four of the eight million strands of oh. HPV out there. And I just remember being like, I don't think this is real. The medicine on this is questionable. This feels wildly irresponsible to subject high school students to. Without like any permission at all. I mean, the Gardasil shot is very painful. I guess so. There's. I've been wanting to get it, but I haven't because I'm scared. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's better than HPV, but (laughs) (laughs) is it? It is, but it hurts a lot. Can you speak from? (laughs) I'm kidding. I should. I have it, so fortunately, I can't. Things we don't need to know about Ryan. You don't want to know that I'm vaccinated. Come on. Hey, that is apparently controversial these days. That's true. (laughs) So this was not a thing at all for me growing up in South Florida. In fact, I think our sex ed classes kind of skimped on a lot of things. Uh, We didn't have stickers, gold stickers in books hiding anything, but we also (laughs) didn't really reference things a lot. Like, I don't recall ever having any anatomical drawings in any of my books or really just talking Mm. about anything besides be safe, kids. That's why everybody in Florida gets pregnant at 16. (laughs) That is also accurate, but I didn't get pregnant at 16. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason for that. So you guys, you guys got this kind of education in high school because we had it when I was like 13. Yeah, mine was definitely in high school. Uh, We started sex ed at the end of fifth grade. It was very like brief Mm -hmm. and then it continued through like middle and high school. But it wasn't sex ed. It was just like a like health class. It was, hey girls, you're going to start bleeding at some point if you haven't already. I mean, at this point, I think I had already had sex at that (laughs) point. Fifth grade? (laughs) Oh no, nothing. I'm sorry. What? 
No, I got this high in high school. school. High school. <laughs> Look, we're not here to judge anybody. But we are. Fifth bit. grade. Oh, Just a little bit. I don't even bit. know if I knew Just what anything was down there. What is this thing? <laughs> it's a bit like our main character. <laughs> so clearly our own backgrounds on sexual education is surprising to a lot of us. But what about this movie? Was anything surprising within the movie? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> really? I really thought it was surprising that they showed a like, penis in this movie. Everything was surprising in this movie. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. So many dicks and so many butts. <laughs> There were quite a bit. I was surprised to see uh, Maddie from uh, Nip Tuck in this movie. Who's that? So <laughs> the, the douchebag uh, guy. He was the stepbrother, the male Rose oh, McGowan. See, I knew I recognized him. I yeah. was really excited because Toby is in Magicians, and I don't know if anyone watches Magicians here. Uh, no, I oh. don't. But I know who, oh, I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And he's like, I l- Toby is wildly unattractive. <laughs> okay, this is weird because I think he's super attractive. I thought he was fairly magicians, attractive. And he has eyeliner on in magicians. So. <laughs> Toby was very hot. This movie could have gone much better. Had a few things changed. <laughs> exactly. It could have been a great Nicholas Sparks movie. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it <laughs> it was you know what was truly surprising uh it, it did get a bit serious in parts just like i'm doing right now but there there were some difficult themes for oh, for, sure. for our characters to deal with in life that was that part was especially when i read that it was supposed to be a bit funnier a bit tongue-in-cheek to see the main character go through some some pretty gnarly stuff you know that was uh that was surprising to me because i was just like okay i'm expecting the kind of movies that we traditionally watch where you go about uh I don't know, but ankle deep into the waters of someone's soul. But this one was like yeah. full, I don't know, chin deep. It was like maybe too deep. Mm. Oh. With no pun intended there. It was it was really I I didn't need to go this deep into her psyche. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be a part of her life in this way. I, I wanted to not be there. <laughs> That's totally fair. Now for our listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, this is definitely something that you should be advised against. I had no idea going into it that there would be certain depictions of, of elements that may be very troublesome and problematic for your personal lives. So just be advised that there is uh, non-consensual sex. All right. So we'll call that what it actually is. Uh, but if you want to bow out of this episode, there is your chance. Um, I think the the depiction of that was actually one of the most disappointing things to me, Mac. Like you're saying, like it's it's uncomfortable. And I think this movie really goes it goes all out in trying to say we're going to tackle something really uncomfortable and point out how shitty men are, except we're going to also pair it with comedy. And I think there are a lot of ways that you can make that a good thing, but I just, I'm not comfortable, nor am I amused by the route that it went. And I don't know, it was just a really big disappointment. It's also worth mentioning that it's not one scene. It's like four or five scenes, right? Like, like if you've seen Last House on the Left, like the newer one that came out, there's like a very intense scene in that movie, right? And it's like, man, that's really tough to deal with to watch on screen. This movie, it was like, that was really hard to watch. And then five minutes later, that was also really hard to watch. And then five minutes later, that was also really hard to watch. And it's a lot. Like, it's it's difficult. It absolutely is. It's just not, it's not funny. And I think like, it is confusing because I, you know, I did watch this with Paris and we laughed the whole time, but I was more laughing at his company and commentary than at the actual movie itself, save for one 
brief moment. But there are things in this movie that are scary. And I will say that while this is not a frightening movie, the only thing that's actually scary about it is the it's funny until you remember it's true depiction of men who just constantly violate boundaries. But was there anything in this movie that spooked you guys? I mean, I thought it was a pretty bold move to take like such a slapstick approach to something so grim. Um, but they did it and it was definitely meant to be like a dark comic moment each time it happened. Like there were a lot of like three stooges elements to it, which I was like, this is a choice that you guys made. Um, honestly, it's hard to articulate without going into too much detail, but I, I agree. I was also disappointed with this as handled. So I think, I mean, each of the scenes that we're talking about is frightening because we all know that it happens like every day, constantly, all day long. And so it is, it is like scary to imagine just like how invasive this is to our culture, just like how far it permeates into everyday life. And so like those scenes, those, those are, those are frightening. And conversely, the, you know, the teeth that we're talking about in this movie teeth, those are personally frightening for me. <laughs> just, just saying, um, so yeah, I, I would say like both parts, although I'm not like scared, I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about this happening in my life Maybe you should any be. day. Maybe I should be, uh, because, uh, I like, you know, treat people with respect and decency, but, um, yeah, I, I just, I find those two themes to be pretty chilling to the bone. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not like a, a horror movie. Like we always say, like Alexis, like you're going to you know, lock the doors and like leave the lights on while you're walking upstairs and stuff like that. But there is definitely, I I can't figure out if the feeling that I had about watching this movie is what stuck with me or if it is actually something from the movie that stuck with me, but it's definitely like, I haven't shaken the feeling of it, but I think I mostly just haven't shaken like how horrible I felt while watching this. Like, I think that's the thing. It's not like the movie, like I'm thinking about like, the teeth <laughs> but uh, also uh mackenzie's the only one here at risk of the teeth so um we're all pretty safe uh oh well uh, chris you might be at risk as well what <laughs> yeah, i mean you know technically speaking i'm not a shitty um, man who assaults women i think i'm all right no, yeah. no 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 that's why neither of us are at risk right i just mean she like said y'all are at risk. you guys thought she meant it that way <laughs> you know how wow. like you know how like if you go on an airplane like you're at risk of getting sick sure, sure. not because you're gonna go like lick people's faces <laughs> on the plane but because it could happen Anyway, okay. So um, if you yeah. are attracted to women, then you may be at risk for teeth. I mean, technically speaking, yes is the answer to that question. Okay. Anyway, as someone it's who has tough. never touched a vagina and does not own a vagina, I am in the clear on this one and have nothing to fear. Yeah, you're pretty clear. Safe. <laughs> Safe. This movie is it goes on on one hell of a ride, and I think there's a lot of stuff that we have to talk about in the second half. But I will say this: the ending is super ambitious and i don't know how much credit to give it for that um but it, it's certainly not the direction that i expected it to go how, how successful did you guys think that was um i thought 
it could have been better, but I love the ending. You kind of see this progression of her, this timid person who kind of like gives in and, you know, kind of like does what people, I mean, she sticks up for herself, but she's really just going with the, with like the ebbs and flows in the beginning and getting picked on. And then you, there's like one turning point um, in one certain scene. And then after that, it's just like, okay, wow, she's like going to use this to her advantage and good for fucking her. I want teeth. <laughs> Don't apologize. <laughs> you want teeth? Sorry. I'm sorry. Did you guys no, hear I'm her kidding. say no, I, I want teeth? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> there's so many people. That would be cheating right now on my boyfriend, but there's so many people I'd go back and be like, hey, you want to have sex? <laughs> I don't know, man. You, know, you might need to get those things registered or something. That would be a concern. <laughs> a concealed oh, weapon. <laughs> I'm a bit torn on the ending. There's one part of the ending I'm very happy with where she does seem a bit more empowered. And I like that. The actual final ending scene, though, I could have done without. We'll get more into specifics about why I was grossed out by it. But uh, yeah, there's just a character who's who's just I just find gross that I could have done without seeing. But for the theme of the ending, it worked. I just would have chosen not to uh, observe this particular character behaving in a certain way. But as as a fitting end to the movie, yes, I I, I feel like I did a good job. I kind of feel the opposite, Mac. Like the scene that you're talking about at the end that you liked, I was like, yeah. this didn't need to happen. Why am I seeing this? But then the very mm. end, I was like, okay, we could have ended it in a direction like this sooner and I would have been much happier. That's true. Oh, what I'll say is I, from the beginning of the movie, the one that I liked and you didn't like before the pre-ending, there's <laughs> like, there's, yeah, I know exactly. Alexis is lost. I know exactly what you're saying. So there's like a big scene that wraps up the movie and establishes the character's, you know, ability to control everything. Yes, okay, I get that. And from the beginning of the movie, I knew it was going to happen. And so it's like, I had already just kind of said, like, not because it's easily guessed, because I was just like, this is the only fitting way to deal with these two characters' relationship together. Uh, that that could be shown on screen. So I was like, that's going to happen. So I already kind of, you know, just accepted that. But yeah, it would have been great had it not been on screen. That would have been awesome, um, personally. But uh, I just kind of expected it to happen. So, yeah, I would I would agree with you there. But since I knew I kind of as we start watching the movie, I was like, all right, this this is going to this has to be. But uh, the final the final scene. So, yeah, I, I will take your criticism and agree with you. <laughs> it was definitely an inevitable scene. Yeah, right. it was watching watching a train. You know, God, can we just talk about the ending? So I know what the hell y'all are talking. Well, we're almost there, Alexis. Wait we're a few we're moments. So just the end. Well, there's the end and there's the other end. And then there's the beginning of the end and then the end of the end. <laughs> Uh, that's how goofy this fucking movie is yeah yes i hated all 12 parts of the ending (laughs) just gonna be honest here i didn't like the very last scene i didn't like the scene before last scene any of it all of it made me unhappy i'm i'm trying to say less than than necessary but yeah i don't like the ending of this movie that like concept of empowerment in that last moment is not my type of empowerment. <laughs> I agree with you. I also True. don't think that empowerment that comes through the assault of men is not actually empowerment. And I think it's a goofy fucking like moral that's trying to be found by a man who made this movie. And it's just not, it's not my cup of tea. So I feel you 100%, Ryan. Did a man make this movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Of course have. he did. Mitchell. Very few women involved in the production of this movie. Obviously. Shocking. Crazy. Now, is this something you guys you think uh think you'll ever see again? Nope. Nope. I'm Never. good. Yes. 
<laughs> Alexis. Alexis, I love you. Alexis and her mom are going to watch it. <laughs> and her sister. Did Day. you see that? Oh, my God. This is the new Christmas movie for Alexis and her family. <laughs> Every time Alexis has a breakup, this movie yeah. gets played. <laughs> oh, damn. That's funny. That's funny. No, I'm kidding. No, but I do, I do have to watch this at least one more time because my girlfriend really wanted to watch this with me. And it actually came highly recommended from a lot of people when we posted the uh, the the schedule for our recording this our recordings this month on Instagram. I got so many people who replied to me saying "Teeth, yes." I'm like, uh? <laughs> we should block all those people. All those people hey, should get blocked. Hey, everyone's allowed to like what they like. That's some cancel culture for you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm joking. Okay, I'm joking. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we should go ahead and start winding things down a bit so we can actually start talking about the specifics of this movie. Now, Mm -hmm. before we do this, Alexis, how many people died in this movie? It was a solid two. Unfortunately, that wasn't enough for me, but it's okay because last week we had a lot. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of action still. It's okay. We, uh... Our body count's doing that rollover like the old school cell phone plans with your extra minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Ryan... Within this movie, how many animals succumbed to the teeth? So fortunately, we have one well-trained cute pup in this movie, and he, he there were no casualties. Thank the Lord. Now, let's go ahead and move right along into our scoring. Teeth from 2007. Vagina dentata. Was it a hacker slash or a chomp? Um, I don't know whether I should save mine for the first or last while I have to sit and hear you guys bash it, but um, I'll just go first. And this is definitely a slash for me. <laughs> if that wasn't obvious. Um, you guys know me. You know I love like these B-horror movies that, you know, I'm not looking for something that's like super deep or anything like that. They do have um, touchy subjects, which I agree. They didn't like, especially this, if you're watching it like now, takes on a little bit of a different view. And they could have been a little bit more sensitive to a few things and just carried out. But I love the way um, the final girl if you want to call her (laughs) no i'm kidding i love the way she's just like portrayed in this movie i love how you like get this kind of see what she's going through and almost like you're in her head just following her around and what's going on and um i just love how they put comedy and i love the dark comedy that's in this and also um the music in this it's weird it's like when it's supposed to be happy it's not when it's supposed to be sad it's not so i love the like play in my emotions that it really gives me a little run for my money here (laughs) well i i think i feel exactly the opposite (laughs) so uh I, I don't know how much it comes across in the show, but like, I'm not a very serious person, right? Like I don't take a lot of stuff very seriously. I don't like watch movies and like, they don't like weigh on my life a lot. Like I'm just not that kind of person. Right. So I've never felt like I needed to turn a movie off ever. And like, even when I don't want to watch it, like I'll just scroll through Instagram or something. This movie, I ha- I almost turned it off and came to the podcast today to tell you guys that I couldn't finish watching it. That's how I felt. Like that's how bad I felt during this movie. And that's all I had. That's all I said to Chris about it because I have a very hard time not telling Chris my feelings. And I was like, I almost turned it off, but I didn't. We have great Um, communication in our relationship. Thank you. (laughs) I know. I just can't resist. Um, I think for me, the comedy was so 
out of touch in this movie. Like I was so uncomfortable and like, I am, uh, I am a a type of feminist, but I'm not this type of feminist. Like assaulting men is not my type of feminism. And like, (laughs) I mean, you know, like, and, and the concept that I understand it's a movie, it's dramatic, but like the concept that no man in your life can treat you properly or all men are trash is, is, it's not me. That's not me. So I didn't identify with this type of what I think was trying to be feminism and like just every second of it, like I literally, the only thing that brought me joy in this movie was that the beginning was like the Simpsons intro. Truly. Like, I don't know why it stood out to me, stood out to me so much. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Uh, so that's a hack. <laughs> it's not obvious. Wow. I thought you were going to go slash there for a second. I know. I didn't even have any way to make it seem like that would be a slash. This is one of the hardest movies I've ever watched. And it actually like made my day bad. Like I had a bad day after this movie. That's wow. really intense. I know. But that's it. That, that's the intensity of this. Ryan, I love you so much and appreciate your honesty. And before we let our gentlemen go, I'm just going to round out this ladies first edition. Um, It's a hack. And it's just, I can walk the line of comedy. I can walk the line of extremes. But at the end of the day, this movie just wasn't funny. It, It was something that you could laugh at in moments, but not laugh with. And when you take when you take the approach that it did with sexual assault and violating consent in so many different ways and so many different levels by so many different people, in the end, I kind of felt a little violated myself. And I'm so glad that I actually watched this with someone because I probably would have been just as bummed uh, with with Ryan. All right. I'm leaving, guys. <laughs> it's okay. We're not judging you. Horrors for everyone. I feel like I'm being judged right now. <laughs> no, you're not being judged, Alexis. I, I love you and the depths that you take and the depths that you would neglect in movies like this. <laughs> <laughs> we know what it is that she enjoyed in this movie yeah. <laughs> yeah this this was tough for me because i did find some parts in the movie that i found uh important to bring up i mean the reality is that there's a lot of abuse in this movie that impacts many real people every single day and i am 100 percent certain that everyone at this table everyone at home either has experienced things like this or knows somebody who has. So it's it's a really tough kind of thing to get into. And I think some of the depictions of situations people find themselves in are, are probably pretty close to what a lot of people have gone through. Um, but I do agree that there is a bit of gravity missing from how this is handled in the movie. And then this, like the, the arc of the story for me, while I think it's good to see a character change and grow, I don't think we reach the point, you know, where the character has grown to a what I would consider satisfying uh, kind of resolution. I don't, I don't think we end with an attitude or a lifestyle change or really a healthy relationship with just other people in general, which is tough for me. And so I know both my girlfriend and I were watching this. We had a tough time because there's parts of it you laugh at. And we were laughing um, just at how ridiculous things were. We were also cringing very hard uh, at different parts of it. Um, but I think it, it really comes down to many movies have the same issue, I think, that deal with themes like this, where there's just not enough gravity given to it. 
and it doesn't it's i mean it goes very deep into a lot of things that are like super duper real in real life but i wish the outcome had been different and that the character had gone in a, a different direction so i too will hack it yeah this is a hack for me uh i wish <laughs> i could be more contrarian about it like on paper vagina dentata sign me up sounds great let's see where this goes <laughs> But the way it was executed with pretty much a cast of characters that were not developed whatsoever, except for the main girl who goes on a nightmare of a journey, discovering her own sexuality and that her vagina has teeth. Like she didn't already feel like an outcast enough at that age. But to see her be so powerless for 95% of the film and then kind of at the end be like, oh, okay, I can use this. It was just disheartening i wanted her to take that power within the opening scene and then run with it and see what that looks like but honestly like in a post me too world this movie just wouldn't fly this would never have gotten made i get at the time like we took these things less seriously because they weren't talked about as much and that was a problem uh so we've addressed that and now we're talking about it so something like this just it doesn't pass for me. It's like, this isn't the way to talk about it. I think like it's, it, it's real intense and like, Hey, we want to bring awareness to this, but this is not the way. Frat boy humor is never the way. I think what's lacking for me is a true sense of healing after yeah. dealing with the damage done. Yeah. She's just like, she just keeps going and it's like, okay. Right. So I think, I mean, people okay. do truly heal and get through things that they carry with them. Yeah. And I feel like we are lacking that, you know, at the end here, we're, we're instead getting a bit perhaps of revenge uh, going on, which I think a lot of people will want to see uh, in, in, in a lot of cases that can be satisfying for some, but, but like that feeling of, of having healed and, you know, get, get the scars going on and, and the scabs that you just kind of deal with and moving forward in life that that's probably what I would, wish to, to see black christmas 2019 that was the kind of revenge movie that i wanted to see and we got it this wasn't it but we have some specifics to go over we have some things to break down and we have some things to point out uh and we'll do that in the second half of our episode folks if you want to find this you can find it streaming on hbo go or you can spend money to rent it make the decision that is right there for you but we'll see you in a bit Hey kids, do you ever forget the chastity pledge you took last year? Do you accidentally leave your purity ring at home and instantly feel tempted to take a drive down to Bone Town the second you leave the house? Well, keep those hormones at bay with the new electric promise ring. Receive a gentle buzz on your ring finger anytime your unmarried libido kicks into gear to remind yourself not to give away your precious gift to the first person who slow dances with you at homecoming. For those who wish to remain even stronger in their conviction, the Electric Promise Ring Plus provides enough electric shock to give a fully grown pit bull time to think and reflect on its life choices. Sign the pledge and shock yourself into purity today. Shame, guilt, and obsessive thoughts about your youth minister are not included. All right, welcome back. Teeth from 2007 uh, was rated pretty heavily. Uh, it was it earned one slash, and that's fantastic, but it also earned four hacks. Now, before we get into why we rated this movie the way we did, 
we do have to say it was pretty gory, at least from my opinion. But Alexis, tell us all about it. Yeah, it's definitely pretty gory, even for having just two kills. You know, the first one is a... um, douche in the movie so uh, <laughs> which i didn't know you could die from getting your penis eaten off well t- like i was curious did he hit a rock or just like drown or something i thought he swam away i was thinking he bled out he probably oh, bled out I'm while pre- swimming yeah like shock going into shock and then drowned yeah i guess maybe something like that but yeah this movie is really gruesome i, I never thought it would take the turn that it did where it's like a full shot right after Ugh. And I mean, first one, you don't really know what you're looking at. The second time it happens, you're like, oh, shit. Like you see the part, the bits and everything. (laughs) (laughs) And by the third one or well, the third one, Uh, you see that too. Wait, it fell out. Oh, yeah. That's the one it fell out. Yeah. Yeah. So then I didn't need that visual a little too much (laughs) because although I had to say I did wonder (laughs) what was going to happen. Like, I'm like, how did okay? Because at th- first everything was just out. Yeah, because I was like, how did it go out? Uh-huh. Like, how did that? You know, and then I uh, just weird how they both go to the same doctor to get it all stitched back <laughs> on and yeah. all sorts of stuff. They yeah, had to do the drop scene. Probably the yeah. goriest part and the part I really had to look away was the whole gynecologist. Like, oh my god! Yeah. One, it's terrifying when you go still uh-huh. and you know it doesn't hurt. But it's still in your head. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this guy is putting like four fingers in, I'm like, why? sorry, this is probably a little too much for the podcast. <laughs> but I'm like, but why? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Like that whole scene was just oh, that that scene for me. Yeah. Everyone's gonna say, oh, yeah. Seeing a penis come out of this chick and seeing the dog <laughs> eat it. That's gory. But to me, that whole scene was just like cringy and like gory and gross yeah yeah it's also like you could see it coming like like when she went to the gynecologist and the guy was just kind of like hmm it's your first time and it's just like oh please don't go there don't Mm -hmm. go there you don't have to go there we don't have to go there we don't want to be there we can all go home and we yeah we went there what a disservice to every gynecologist though yeah that is true (laughs) so like when you're talking about the simpsons coming in and all that like clearly the mom is dying from some sort of whatever they're emitting yeah um through this nuclear power plant do you think she maybe like got a mutation from that i think yeah that's what i was thinking too maybe Maybe. that's what What, i assumed what do y'all think that they like pretty clearly edited those nuclear towers into the back of every establishing (laughs) shot yeah they look bad (laughs) photoshop 2001 so i think they were really pushing that She was the three-eyed fish from The Simpsons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did see the three. There was a third comparison. It was like that, the, the vagina with the teeth, and then something else from nuclear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even make the connection that she got a mutation from her mother's sickness, only because I thought the sickness came later on. Like, I didn't, I didn't pick up that she may have been sick when like there were little kids out in the pool. Uh, I just took it as a really clumsy way to try to add even more sadness into the movie. Yeah. True. But it was also like, if we're being honest here, not the type of neighborhood that would be around those power plants. (laughs) It's like this is much more affluent than the neighborhoods that they would normally have around uh, dangerous areas like that. 
Mm. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I grew up in Cleveland, and you could see smokestacks. Yeah, I guess yeah. it from pretty depends close. where you are. Again, yeah. some Midwest shit. <laughs> yeah. Also, a as... landfill next to us too, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where you could smell trash during the summer. It was horrible. Ooh. And I mean, we weren't affluent. But we weren't like I mean, like I... we weren't in the best. We weren't in the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Solidly yeah, yeah. middle class, just like yeah. everyone else. <laughs> so in that's what it's called, middle class. <laughs> Remember when there used to be a middle class? That was cool. <laughs> Ah, oh, the old days. Politic adjacent with Mac. <laughs> I do have to know, Alexis, what uh, of all the goriness in this movie, which moment was your favorite? I mean, you have a lot of options. A lot, a lot of things kind of falling around. The crab. So I think it was when she, so it's the guy before the brother. So that's like the second penis, right? Yeah. Penis number two. All right. So we got <laughs> penis number two. So that one, I think it's because it tricked me. I was like, oh, wow. So is this like a, oh, if she consents and it's like, good for her that's when the teeth don't come out like that's cool it's like a nice little adaptation like or like something that only comes out you know like a defense mechanism yes there you go (laughs) so like maybe that's like it is it more like wolverine claws and not freddy krueger fingers they're just always out. I, I saw them as Freddy Cougar. Like, <laughs> but they may. They, I feel like they come in and out, so that might be more like Wolverine. Could you yeah, imagine right. a woman named Freddy with an eye Cougar, and she had vagina teeth in her vagina? <laughs> <laughs> now that I would watch. <laughs> so glad we came back to the human. And Ryan thing. would Ryan would be in it. Oh my god, as brunch Freddy. <laughs> brunch Freddy. <laughs> But yeah, I love that scene because you're kind of like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, because I never, I, I didn't know this guy's intentions. I mean, when you first see he's like trying to like get her attention, but you're not sure of like the whole thing. But once he starts lighting the candles and once he gives her the pill mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, but then she took it. He's and But then I was like, not that she knew it was going to happen, but this guy's like a sleazeball and she's enjoying it. So I'm like, okay. What's going to go on here? And then the fact that I think it's just so gratifying and I don't, if everyone's going to hate me for this, that's <laughs> totally fine. But I think it was super gratifying for that to happen to him because he was such a douchebag, like straight in front of her face, like mm-hmm. calling the people like I don't like totally something that guys in high school would do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I feel like I mean, I don't know if I, I don't think it was a hot commodity back then, but I could totally <laughs> like it. was. <laughs> but like, I mean, I feel like so, like some guy I did have sex. Well, I only had sex with one person in high school. Let's qu- let's quote that mom. If <laughs> but i wow. feel like you know like when you lose your virginity you go and tell people okay maybe you don't but <laughs> i feel like that person had and i was like oh my gosh like what the hell so that's kind of like i'm like you know what that's like really shitty for him to just like call someone right then and there yeah oh, alexis let me make this abundantly clear he did get, he did get what he deserved like all these dudes in this movie probably even deserved worse than they got minus toby who got the ultimate punishment but <laughs> you you're absolutely right he he got what he deserved and we're not gonna hate you or disagree with you or anything maybe i don't know if, i'm not gonna be for you guys no i'm sure everyone will disagree pricks. with me but i'm totally fine i'm just sitting back on this one i got the <laughs> nope. gore score out of the way nope. and we're good <laughs> you know how i knew he was bad so the second so yeah so i know it was this was what was clear to me she's going through trauma she comes to him i have no one else to go through this is also why to talk to talk to never i've never seen her talk to him why would she she go there she had his card and she told him i have no one else to talk to about what's going on right now 
and you're like, okay, maybe this could go well, right? So he's like, you know, get comfortable, like, like un, you know, undo today, take, wash it off, right? The second you see him lighting candles, yeah, that's how you know he's bad. And then, okay, then I'm like, you know what? I I kept giving this guy a damn chance, and I don't know fucking why. Yep. Because once he gave her the drink, though, and I was like, all right, he knew he gave her the pills, and he at least mm-hmm. can be re- not that he would be redeeming at any point. But at that <laughs> point, I was like, well, maybe he's just lighting the can. Did nah, you know? Like, did you? He's hear? trying to set the mood when she's just gone through trauma. Did I you? get yeah. Did you hear when he, she was like, where'd my clothes go? And he's like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> when was she came before out, or after? Like when she comes oh, out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that had been building up. I think it's so important to stress that consenting under the influence is not consenting. And that's no, just like yeah, bottom no. line in this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. he manipulated the shit out of her. And not mm-hmm. even for a brief moment, he could he be seen as like some good dude? For me, it was kind of like... It felt like somebody who didn't understand consent trying by trial and error making this movie, figuring out what consent actually is. They were like, is oh, this consent? Like, no. Is I think this it's consent? lighting candles. No. <laughs> In the end, they kind of land somewhere near there, but it's is that a place we wanted to land? No. But like <laughs> mentally unhealthy consent? Yeah. Yeah. Incest consent? Never. Oh, gosh. Duh. But yeah, so that was definitely... Probably my favorite kill because, or my favorite penis eating. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't like the crab penis. Talk about the dark humor in that, like yeah. crabs on the dick. Like that's like that's why I love this movie. Like it's like the little things like that, you know. And when she leaves, also I love this line. That's but I love that whole scene. One for the kill was super deserving, but in the beginning she goes, "You're my hero. You're this. You're that." And then she leaves and she goes, some hero. Yeah. Like, that was perfect. That was perfect for me. That was perfect. Just like how all of us feel after we're with men. <laughs> I never said my hero. The one thing that I thought was perfect was uh, after she has severed a penis and refer- returns home and her stepdad or her parent offers her food and she says, no, I ate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get it? There's teeth, you know? Yep. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that at all. Mm. Or what about, not, I mean, can we talk about one other one-liner, I guess? Yeah. And go on that. My f- other favorite one was, I'm pretty sure it was the doctor at the end, or he's like, or like some part, they're reattaching a penis on someone, and they were like, Harley seems worth putting it on. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was like, <laughs> that yes. Was your, that was your boy. <laughs> that was your favorite kill. That was a brief moment of relief. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think I giggled at that. I'll admit that. I really for as much as i hated the ending like climactic incest moment i thought it was really on brand that the brother had a prince albert piercing on his dick (laughs) (laughs) and then i even thought so far as when the dog ate the dick i was like is she gonna choke on the piercing but then she spits it out the end and i was like okay good we're stressed i was stressed about that Do you know they had someone make the the piercing out of sugar so that it would be safe if the dog didn't, you know, throw it up, throw it back up? Dan, Aww. did you just ruin your fact or fiction? No, no. <laughs> that was a freebie, just for you. You all know Mac gives away the cow for free. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, Not even just a little bit of milk, away. the whole damn cow. All, <laughs> the whole just take cow. it all. Just take it all. <laughs> now, what I think is interesting is that four out of the five of us kind of detest this movie, and Alexis, you love it, but. 
While you may be in the minority on this panel, this movie is really well-received critically. Like, this is a super popular movie, and a lot of people see this as, like, a feminist triumph, which kind of blows my mind. Yeah, I was just talking about that. I was, uh, like, it's funny that most of us here are on this hack side, and I know that this is a movie that people like. Like, we were talking about it. Like, people were excited to see it on our schedule. And it's like, me and Alexis are usually on the same boat here. I'm actually surprised I'm not on the slash side because i'm usually like you know whatever it's a movie but this one got me but um i uh, outside of like the the story matter and everything did you guys feel like this movie was kind of slow to start uh, yes i i yeah i mean looking back i mean i don't know like because it went i think because i knew what the movie was about so i was like all right when is it going to get to that part or yeah. like what are the it's so like almost an hour in before we got any <laughs> before we got any <laughs> vagina is it really an hour i guess so. almost wow almost wow. i think maybe maybe like 45 but uh, that was one thing i was thinking about i was like it kind of moves slow and i wonder what my experience would have been like if i didn't accidentally read the synopsis of this movie because <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known like i think i think that's why you think it's slow is because you were expecting yeah expecting like, immediate it. tooth action i was like come on girl figure out what's down there come on she almost did that's true. She, she almost, almost did. lost it <laughs> i was watching that i was like damn when i dream if i ever have no, i'm just gonna go too deep her, in here Maybe yeah I you're gonna stop. go too far but her <laughs> fantasies were literally just about being in a wedding that's dress. What i was gonna say yeah. i'm having a fantasy and i'm sleeping they don't involve me getting married <laughs> <laughs> maybe after i get married or something i don't know but like how did you guys like during that whole fantasy as she's sleeping in her bed and starts slowly revealing herself to jesus by pulling down her blanket <laughs> and then the Good tremor Lord. comes oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was interesting. I do think it was, it was. It felt really slow for me, and I think it felt slow because I was so bothered by the promise and the purity and the cult-like mannerisms of, of all those kids. I was just kind of bored of them, honestly. Like, if it wasn't for Paris's commentary, I would have been sufficiently bored throughout this entire thing. They definitely took their time laying that groundwork, and they laid it on real thick. Yeah, and. It was sort of like one, we're staring at her in these horrible outfits for 45 minutes. <laughs> so uh, bad. Two, it's just all about abstinence and like your gift that you give to a man that you marry. And it was a little too real for me having seen this before, um, like in real life. But I was like, okay, we get it. She's that girl at school. Everyone makes fun of her. Let's move on and like get this show on the road. And it also took her way too long to take like a hand mirror and look at her own vagina. Like, yes, that's, that's my point. Yeah, you got to do that if, Give me that like 20 minutes But in. I feel like it was up there because like... She wouldn't mm. have seen anything. Yeah. No, because I mean like... Was... Not that I'm describing any of the sex scenes, but like <laughs> they're entering and they don't feel it for... Right. But maybe that's because it doesn't clamp till later. Yep. It's I don't like, know. Well, it until is like, it's like a penis fly trap. <laughs> that's what it is. A penis fly trap. Oh no. Ooh, I like that. She almost like feels that. like one of the forgotten X-Men that like never made the cut. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like she's the mutant it. that doesn't get the attention. She doesn't get invited to the Institute. She just has to fight it out on her own. And in the end, she kind of <laughs> owns her power and becomes this sort of like vigilante. <laughs> oh, no. I love that. I love Which, it. It seems like a good idea, but that man at the end, no thank you. Oh, <laughs> boy. I'm glad that we can find joy in this, truly. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> this movie is only funny with friends. Yep. Yeah. That's, th- I 100% agree. If I had watched this with you guys, I know I wouldn't have been as uncomfortable as I was. Still very bad, though. Still very bad. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't think overall that it was like a bad movie. I just thought there were parts that turned me off, you know, from from giving it a a slash. Like, you know, as a movie is like it's got the essentials for making a decent movie. It's just that uh, there was the particulars that I didn't agree with. Oh, I was going to say a moment that I really enjoyed is when they're like in the water making out at the rope and then she's she grabs his hand off her boot and is just like purity like what i thought that scene was beautiful (laughs) that place i want to find out where it is i want to have sex there in that beautiful cave by the waterfall in the cave of wonders oh yeah she's like hey come into this cave that we just learned everyone has sex in but don't have sex with me also she sat on that blanket without hesitation and I was like, this blanket is covered in loads. Don't touch it. You're going to get herpes. Just by and she wraps it around her. I'm dying. Oh, Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> did you guys, okay, but did you guys have like places in high school that you like knew people hung out? Like we had a place in the woods, like where we knew yes. people would hung out woods yes. for sure. or would hang out. Yeah. And mm. there would be blankets and stuff and you definitely don't touch them because it's definitely not where you want to be. No. Ours was called Two Story Hill because the hill was about two stories tall. (laughs) Ours did not have a name. It was just like a spooky section of the woods with like an old gross blanket, like beer cans, used condoms. And it was like, oh, yeah, I want to lose my virginity here. (laughs) That sounds so romantic. Life is hard. I was too well behaved in high school to know about anything like that. So really bullshit. No, no joke. He's a good Catholic boy. I so I went to I barely ha- dated Catholic. in high school. First of all, and same yeah, and then second of all, <laughs> I was very busy. I was a varsity football player. I was a JROTC oh, nerd. Excuse a, me. I was a band nerd. Humble brag. <laughs> I was in a little punk band. So most of my time was spent, you know, doing activities. Wait, how could you be punk and be on the football team? That does not exist in 2008. It did not. I wasn't in high school in 2008. So Sorry, it was literally. He was in high school in 1964. Back in my day. Even worse. (laughs) When I was in high school, the human body hadn't been invented yet. All right, Grandpa Mac, I want to know, before we get too far down into your memory, uh, did you relate most to the old man at the end of this movie? (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, No, like legit, just chop that scene out of this movie. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. So that, that particular scene, I wish... We had never even seen who was in the car. I just wish we would see her get in the car and just leave and then boom, fade to black. I would have been okay with that. D- did that moment remind you guys of Thanksgiving? Yes. I thought he was going to say the phrase. I thought he was going to say it. Gobble, gobble? No. <laughs> well, the way he licked his lips. <laughs> yeah, I 100% thought that the old man was going to say that. I don't know why I've been programmed by Thanksgiving to think that. God bless. Gobble, gobble would have worked as well. <laughs> but why was he licking his lips so heavily? Because it's like that was their sense of being funny. That was I their know, dramatic. But it wasn't funny. It was just gross. Yeah, I was he's, like, he's oh, come shiny on. and tan. That is concerning. Ugh. But while this movie has a lot of flaws, I, I do think there might be some little redeeming nuggets that we can at least laugh with. What was your mm-hmm. favorite part of this movie visually? Uh, definitely the sex cave with Toby. <laughs> uh, Toby was very hot. Uh, they showed him shirtless, great body, gorgeous skin. Had I been in high school when I met him, I would have gone for it 100%. That like warp tour <laughs> fantasy, I was here for it. And then they go to that beautiful cave and it's like, well, if you guys weren't 
lame, this could be fun. <laughs> you could lose your virginity in a beautiful way in this like lovely lake in the forest. But in the disgusting blanket. Well, I, I wouldn't have gone for the blanket. I would have just risked like the the sepsis and just gone right in the lake. <laughs> but yeah, that that could have been isolated from this movie and put into a Nicholas Sparks movie and had a great ending. <laughs> so for me that was it. Visually for me, I just liked that this like middle class suburbia looked like middle class suburbia. And it didn't look like, you know, the film stuff we see today where you know, a regular old family is living in like a million dollar home and everything's perfect and flawless and somehow they're struggling. No, this legit looked like places we've all been to yeah. and seen our friends live at or lived at, you know, personally. So I, I think it was just great to go with that kind of look to where it felt a bit more real. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Um, For me, I think it's worth mentioning that like the transformation that they make with her, maybe not mentally like mentally it wasn't really what I wanted, but visually she starts as this very like fragile, uh, protected girl with ridiculous outfits. And at the end <laughs> she looks like a woman, you know, like she, she looks like a completely different person. Like it, it, you know, every bit of her changed. And, um, I think that was really successful. I know that that's what they were trying to do. I don't love every thing that they tried with it but like you know she's wearing that like white dress at the end and like riding on her bike and everything and that's totally different from where she started so like going just continuing with that um you see her like super frazzled in the beginning um it kind of reminds me of, like a sort of like a carry um this mm-hmm. sort of transformation um so my favorite scene is like you see her all frazzled you always see her like her hair is dingy like like she doesn't even though she's pure she doesn't look like it she looks all razzled favorite part unfortunately is when she's in bed with her stepbrother and the lights on her and i think it's i don't know what it is but it's like some look in her eye where it's like you finally have seen her transformation and her eyes are lit like she like she does seem more mature and i think that's when i'm like you know what she knows i mean she knew what she was doing before then but then you actually see like the kind of transformation she's been doing you can actually like see it in her face and in her look right then and the way the light's coming in she just looks so pretty Uh, (laughs) agreed i think that was such a great look because internally for me it seems like she's presented in a way that shows she never lost that purity that she was trying to hold on to People are chipping away at it, but she held on to it, to who she was and the things that she cared about. She never gave that up. Mm-hmm. She, you Even know, people took it away from her. But yeah. Well, that's what she's yeah. the, the thing that I think was kind of disturbing is like she kept feeling like people, which is what people feel all the day long, is that like someone else has taken this. It was like you didn't. They didn't take anything from you. You held on to who you are and what's important to you. Even like, when she has the interest in in the douchebag who lives with this mom and set the candles up and everything like that. She thought it was because they had a real connection that he cared about her. It's unfortunate for him that he was a huge douchebag. So he just lost half of his manhood. But that, that moment where she's like wearing the white dress and it seems very pure. It was like, good for you. You have retained that purity and who you are and what you care about. Just because people are attacking you doesn't mean you're less. I think you're right, Mac. Like you kind of see her struggle with that when she goes to give like the second abstinence speech. Cause the first one, she's like on the top of her game. She's like, I'm a virgin as fuck. You guys can't tell me anything. And it's all like very normal (laughs) for her. 
And after the first uh, assault, when she's feeling like she's not pure anymore, she goes back to this and she's like kind of spiraling out on stage. And I think from her perspective, like the chanting, everything seemed much more culty for her because she was like, wait, my whole world has been shattered. What does this even mean? People have made fun of me for this, like all through high school. And now I'm kind of starting to see it too, because like purity isn't what I thought it was. Maybe she's starting to realize that virginity is a construct. Um, but she, you can see her kind of breaking down and like reestablishing what her world is going to be post a really traumatic incident. And it's one that doesn't really include this, include this purity circle anymore. So while that moment is beautiful uh, and, and tragic and harrowing and dark and disturbing, but also kind of sets up her, her arc very nicely, I think the only thing I actually really, really, really enjoyed in this movie was the shot that made the movie. The one that you can tell was the idea that this guy had in his head the whole time, and that's with her in the bathtub. And it's very Nightmare on Elm Street with uh, Nancy in the tub before Freddy comes up. Which that wasn't even like very iconic for the film. Like nothing really. <laughs> I thought we were going to get some teeth or something. I thought something. she was going to yeah. try like, I don't know. Like a hand would be reaching into the tub and there'd be blood, you know, coming up or something. Yeah. yeah. Or like maybe a penis left in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> floats to the top. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Missed opportunity <laughs> filmmakers. Would have contributed to the comedy here. Would a penis float? I don't know. It might be too dense. I mean, the human body floats. So yeah, it only uh, stands to reason. Your cells have. I mean, with how graphic this all was, I was really expecting a scene where, like, her vagina fully spits out one of the dicks, and that didn't happen. Ooh. So I was disappointed. It just kind of dropped it. I wanted like sound effects, like a. <laughs> <laughs> the other really good part about this movie was the the confrontation uh, that it took on male entitlement. Now I will say that ends there because I don't want to give it too much credit. I still didn't do it very successfully. But is there anything else that you guys can find that's redeeming about this movie? Anything else that you enjoyed? I do think it realistically showed, like, you know, how many dudes act and think about women. Perhaps we didn't necessarily see the kind of growth we wanted to see in all the characters. But I think the douchebags that we're all observing, all those just wicked douche canoes, those are real people every day that people like live with an experience. Although sometimes they seem kind of you know, wild and like Hollywood and they're like, oh, that can't be the guys aren't not all guys. Correct. Not all guys are that bad. But these dudes are real dudes in real life that people experience every day. So I think it was I think it was good that they actually showed stuff like that. The chanting and some of the cult-like behavior of the of the group that she belonged to was a bit more intense that I had seen, you know, my high school friends go through. But I think it shows the feeling that they had. And then the guilt that they later had, if they ever deviated from the plan, that feeling she has during that second, you know, that second conference where she's getting up and like can't even talk and she feels, feels like she's broken her promise. A lot of them dealt with that guilt forever. A lot of people I know personally, you know, if they ever didn't stick to God's plan, they, they felt like they had failed. And you're like, man, it's not everything's black and white. There's shades of gray in life. I do Just also. You. I do also think it's interesting, though, that she this happened to her, and she's shouldering right. that weight as if she did it willingly. And that's right. just. I mean, it's it's very real. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's very relatable. 
but I do think that's one of the more tragic elements about it. I think one kind of silver lining to come from this movie is that there's actually a anti-rape condom inspired by this concept. Basically, it's like one-way teeth that a woman keeps inside of her in countries where rape is like an everyday threat. Um, But for these women, it's sort of like a, if you try to penetrate me without my consent, you're going to be in a world of hurt and you're going to be paralyzed and debilitated. Could you imagine? I can't. No, I I don't want to imagine. I think one of the interesting (laughs) things, though, is that like when looking at that, there's like this big debate in like, is it in itself female enslavement? Because like, why should a woman have to protect herself against that? But then it's like, okay, well, let her have the resources to protect herself if men can't stop themselves like they should they absolutely should but i think there's this really interesting kind of debate that goes along with that oh yeah no i totally agree we shouldn't be at a point where we need these kind of things but we are unfortunately so i like the idea of having teeth in my vagina actually (laughs) yeah you do kind of like miley cyrus in that uh, music video what yeah what (laughs) it is the uh the mother's daughter's music video she wears like a pink suit and there's like metal teeth. Oh, yeah. That was visually very beautiful. Sounds like Miley. Well, folks, there is a, a lot to say about this movie, as bizarre and startling as it may be. And Wild Teeth 2007 was ranked four hacks and one slash on our podcast. The world tends to disagree. This is critically favored. But let's go ahead and start winding things down with our factor fiction. Yes, let's do such things. I have a little fact. I have a little fiction. Let's see which ones we get. Number one, people living in the neighborhood where the first scene was filmed, the one with the swimming pool and the young kids and the I'll show you mine if you show me yours kind of situation. So that the neighbors in the neighborhood protested because they thought they were going to film something pornographic. I'm going to say fact. Fact. I'm going to say fiction. I don't think they were informed at all what was going on. I think I'd go fiction because I'm not certain that this would have been filmed in a real neighborhood. I see. Well, it is a fact. It did happen. Mm. It was filmed in a real neighborhood. Hmm. Sorry to disappoint. You know when you're about to get it wrong because he looks at you or I. I know. (laughs) It is really disappointing that they would have thought it would have been pornographic if the first scene was the one with the two kids. Yeah, outside. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a kosher scene. Right. You know? Yeah. It, it was a different take on I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Indeed, you know? It was abuse. Yeah. It yeah. was abuse. So uh, I get it. I get it. All right. So number two then. This movie shares an actor with It Chapter 2. That's a fact. 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 Chris told me this was a fact, so I'm going with fact. Cheaters. <laughs> it It is indeed. We had fact. the conversation yesterday. So mm. she plays Bill's wife, Audra Phillips. Interesting. I'm not going to lie to you. I just went along with that because everybody else was real confident. (laughs) (laughs) Giving it away. Next up, the theme of the movie, Vagina Dentata. It's a real myth spread around the world in folklore in South America, India, Japan, New Zealand, and beyond. Too many cities. I mean, too many countries. Too many details. Yeah, you probably added. (laughs) I'm going to go fact, but that's a lot of details. I feel like you messed something up. I'm going to go fiction fact we'll see who i want this to be a fact but even when they were explaining it in the movie i was like i had never heard of this outside of the context of doesn't, this film doesn't vagina dentata sound like hakuna matata <laughs> vagina dentata 
for the rest of your days. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna say fiction. It means no worries. <laughs> but only for the gays. Ooh. <laughs> Y'all wanted a twist? <laughs> vagina, tintada, vagina, tintada. That was that was amazing. <laughs> well, it turns out that that was a fact. Now, each of the different myths vary kind of somewhat from from one culture to the other. So Some, it was kind of false. No, it's a fact. Okay. <laughs> it's a fact. But some of them involve like a demon thing that's hiding there and then people have to, you know, banish it. Oh. There's one of them where they have to like build a tool to, of course yeah, they do. right, yep. to smash its teeth. There's other ones where it is used as a, as a defense mechanism. There's like, there's one where some trickster is trying to reverse human mortality by going back to the womb as if that's how this works. And then another god is like, I got this, and then eats the thing that tried. Yeah, it's all the myths are very different and very interesting, but they all are spread throughout the world. I will also say it's really fucky that this myth, like this this legend, a lot of it is, um, you know, and against having sex with unknown women, as if women are the problem. Right. It's the men. It's been the men all along. I feel like men just get really creative when it comes to like avoiding going down on a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, if they had done that, then they wouldn't have had uh, to lose anything, right? <laughs> There's nothing to fear. Well, that leaves us with our final fact or fiction. There was one group promoting purity or promise rings in the 90s and 2000s that received over a million dollars in federal funding before they were sued by the ACLU. Not they actually the government was sued for funding them. Yep, you're you're talking too much. So Fact. many details. Fiction. I'm gonna say fiction, but I'm really bad at this. I feel like the funding part is fact, and the suing part is fiction. Hate to disappoint, but that was a fact. Bam. So the ACLU actually sued the government. Okay. He kept talking after that. So I did. I, I did. Know. So they sued the government. So they suspended the funding to this group, and they needed a corrective action plan and resumed funding. So they are still out there under a different name, getting that money to tell kids that sex is bad and they shouldn't do it until they're married. So shitty. Wah, wah. I know. Yep. But all of us know better. Why can't you do what my stepdad did? What? And he was just like, you're going to get an STD as soon as you have sex. <laughs> he was literally like, "There." I thought there was no other, if I was going to have sex, I was going to have an STD. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, and then I just kind of was like, man, maybe it's worth it. And then you die. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, naturally abstained because of the whole gay thing. <laughs> you know, it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, sex in high school is hard when you're gay. Yeah, yeah. So glad you can relate. <laughs> I will say there's nothing wrong with making the decision to wait. I personally don't think there's anything anything wrong if if that's what you value and that's what you believe. But I don't think that should be forced onto anyone. And yeah. No one should be made to feel guilty about themselves for being a human being with hormones. Says yep. the Catholic man. You're welcome. He had to pl- put that plug in. I didn't have to do it. The Pope didn't tell me to. Listen, just educate the kids, give them everything they need, and let them decide. There you go. We all have brains. We can all use them. All right, Mac, thank you for that enlightening fact or fiction. Uh, Learn more here than I ever did in sex ed in high school. So well done to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, this has been an interesting and an interesting ride on our show. This was a dark comedy 
horror film, and I don't think very many of us laughed very much. But we want to know what you think. Uh, obviously, there are so many people out there who enjoy this movie, and we want to hear your thoughts. Now, keep in mind, there are plenty of ways to reach out to us. First and foremost, at our website, www.hackerslash.com. And on our social accounts, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also hit us up at the Hacker Slash hotline. You can text us, call us, leave us a voicemail or an audio message. The number is 757-606-0128. And if you have the superpower of having teeth in your vagina, send us an email to feedback at hackerslash.com. I would like to know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. 